All right, we're back. Uh, this is episode five, part two of the free agent prediction contest for the 2023 offseason. I'm Nick Wilson, as always, joined by Alessandro De Janeiro. Uh, of course, you can catch us on every streaming service, including the one you're listening to us on now. Thanks for joining. Uh, we're just going to jump back in because it's part two. And uh, we're going to start with utility. We're going to you know ease it up, nice little softball. Uh, the only utility player is J.D. Martinez. <laughs> and um, really only D.H., I guess, the only true D.H. I'm not counting Nelson Cruz. Um, he kind of just missed the cut. He, he had a not great year. So um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, can... I'll go first. Okay. I have him going to the Mets. Interesting. Okay, what's the... I have him on the Mets on a, on a one-year deal with a team option for a second year. He's 35 years old. The Mets kind of need a little bit of power. Their their offense was struggling last year when um, when Marte went down. The offense completely collapsed, so that's obviously alarming. Um, and if you slide him in, in the DH role, you take a flyer on him. You get him for I don't know, sixteen million, about sixteen seventeen million. It doesn't hurt. Um, and then you give yourself flexibility in terms of what you can do with him if it doesn't pan out. So, I see him going to the Mets. I think the Mets can use him. Okay. Um, I have a kind of similar logic. Um, so, I am looking at his fan graphs page, or excuse me, his baseball savant page right now. 2021 exit velocity, 90th percentile. Max exit velocity, 88th percentile. Hard hit rate, 90, 90th percentile. Um, and barrel rate, 81st percentile. 2022... Uh, exit velocity was 51th percent, 51st percentile. Max exit velo 78th. Hard hit rate 60th. Uh, barrel rate is good. He still gets the barrel on the ball, but he's taking a step back. And I think that power is super cheap. He doesn't really play another position besides DH. So I think that it almost like for the same reason that it doesn't make sense for a lot of teams to sign him, like it almost does because it's like you're going to get it cheap dh like you might as well take a flyer on one like who's 35 uh we've seen players like nelson cruz do it like it's possible to do well in your age 35 season also like players uh you know in the dh role uh, and specifically more power uh it's more of a curve uh as opposed to a cliff i know that that's also analysis that we've uh, done with catchers just to use the terminology but uh of the the dave cameron article uh, which i'm stealing that title from um it's a good article but anyway i have him uh i have him going to the guardians for one year and 14 million dollars oh, that's a good guess because i think the guardians need cheap power um they've got a pretty flexible roster i think their dh spot is like pretty you know it's fine. Like you're going to have him as a DH only, but again, to the same logic, I, I could see him going to like 15 other teams. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good really guess. long in the short. Um, all right. First base. Let's, let's just, yeah, uh, let's, let's roll through these. So I, I had, well, just quickly, I don't know if you, I had Jose Abreu, like most people going to San Diego, but he didn't go to San Diego. So, um, I, for that reason, I have Trey Mancini going to San Diego, um, I actually did not. This is the one I'd say I'm the least confident in. Um, I have him at uh, three years and 45. I've kind of thrown that number out a lot. Um, I just kind of feel like they have a lot of lefties in their lineup. Like 
they have Soto, they have Grisham. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting a couple. They have Cronenworth, I think, is a lefty. Like, they've got a lot of players that are lefties, um, and I just think that he they need a first baseman. Like on the on the um, on the depth chart right now, I think they have Jake Cronenworth as their first baseman. Like, I don't think that's gonna happen. So they lost Jake uh, Josh Bell, and they lost Luke Boyd. Um, they're a really weirdly constructed team also, um, and they kind of like players with versatility, and he could play outfield well enough. So I think that he'll go to uh, San Diego. Um, so I I have a 1A, 1B for Trey Mancini. I'm kind of on the fly deciding which one my, my 1A is going to be. Um, I think that Trey Mancini is going to end up in San Francisco. Interesting. So my one, I was going back and forth between either San Francisco or Seattle. Um, but I'm going to go with San Francisco because I have another player for Seattle. Um, but again, both have money to spend. Seattle could use a first baseman. And so that's what I'm going with. Okay. Trey Mancini to San Francisco. Who's not next? not a bad guess. Also, righties fare a lot better in San Francisco than lefties. Right. I can definitely Brandon Bell. So, no, you're right. Josh Bell. Um, he's thirty. Um, I think that he has a he, you know he's just a great all around hitter. Again, one of these guys. I could see him going to a number of different teams. Um, I thought about the Cubs like sort of as a startup. Um, I kind of considered. I mean, there I I went so many different directions here, but ultimately I decided on the Orioles. I think that they're going to uh, – they, they don't have really a good first baseman. I know it's kind of silly to, like, spend – like, sometimes if you spend a lot of money on a first baseman, it's just, like, silly. But uh, – because you can find cheap power. Like, Rowdy Telez came out of nowhere last year. Christian Walker came out of nowhere last year. Like, you can kind of get similar production from these sort of, like, big, burly first basemen. But I think Josh Bell is more than that. He's got a high on-base percentage. I think he rounds out their lineup, uh, the power of their lineup. I think instantly putting him in the, you know, the what, like maybe second hole or fifth hole, like immediately makes him makes them a lot more powerful. Um, I have him at three years, uh, ninety million. So I have them paying him thirty million a year, and I know that's kind of crazy, but I think that they're, they're that's insane. I know it is. That's ridiculous. It is, but I think no, I don't think it's ridiculous. I think that he's gonna want more years and I think that they're going to give him more dollars to go less years because I think they're going to lock up a better player for longer. I think they're going to go for like a you know, a top tier player and I think they're going to woo him by just giving him less years. He's 30 um and I just I just suspect that they're going to use the the money that they have to to spend to give him uh you know, cuz he's a, he's a great player. Like I think he's a great player. Like I, I like He's a uh, he's got good on base skills like he's yeah. you know post K percentage down last year had 123 weight runs created plus 306 362 on base percentage. So I have him going back to the Padres because after they okay. after they missed out on a Brady like you said before, I think they need to pivot. I think Trey Mancini was a great guess for the Padres, but I think when it's all said and done, I mean they traded for Bell, you know they traded Luke Voigt. Um yeah. So I wouldn't, like, why not just go out and lock him up? Like you said, he's 29 years old. He's turning 30 next year. Get him for about five years. I don't know, about $30 million. I was thinking more like $26, $27 million. Um, But at a second look at his fan grass, maybe you're right. Maybe a, maybe a shorter-term deal with higher dollars might be the move for him. 
Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, again, I just, I just think that they're going to get your they're, bag. They're gonna want to, they're gonna want like a stalwart in the middle of their lineup. Right. But okay. Um, and then last but not least, Luke Voigt. I okay, so I actually um, did. I done goofed and I put Miguel Sano, but I could figure out some like Luke Voigt situation. Okay, yeah, you um, did. Oh, wait, why don't you do Sano and I do Voigt? Because I didn't well, do Sano. Well, no, because because we're gonna do a competition, so I want I want to say. Well, and okay, well, but it's still fair because I have less. All right, so than, I'll figure out something. I'm for less prepared for Voigt, and you're less prepared for Sano. So okay, Voigt, I can go ahead if you wanna. I'm gonna hedge my bet here, and I'm gonna go Cleveland for Voigt as well. Because they need they need power. They don't have like a ton of money to spend, and I think Voit is like kind of just like fits that mold of like decent first baseman, like cheap. Um, and I think they're I think they're gonna actually have to pay him. Like I'm gonna go like two years and like like I don't know like like nineteen million. I'm two years, gonna, nineteen million. Yeah. Uh, I think he gets a little bit more than that. Well, I, then you could take the under, but or the over, but I, I'm gonna say 19 is the. As the um, I'm just pulling up his uh, shit right now. Um, so I have a one A one B for Luke. My one A, which you could put down, is Seattle. Good pick. Actually, um, that's a great pick. But yeah, uh, my one B is Chicago. Oh, okay. The Chicago Cubs. Okay, yeah. I don't, I assumed Cubs, but that's yeah. that's fair. Um, but yeah, I just I just see him. Fitting right in, I I I can see. I think he gets a little bit more than eight million a year. I think maybe he gets something in like the twelve million range, but whatever. I mean, what's the difference? Yeah. Um, cheap option, obviously aggressive power hitter, and you kind of hope that you can pull something out of uh, his best days, which were with the Yankees. So yeah, um, yeah, um, and then I guess we'll we'll go to Sano, and for Sano, I had the Guardians. Oh, that's so funny. And that's yeah. actually a pretty good pick. I yeah. had the Marlins. That's a good pick. Um, because I think the Marlins are, like, in a weird place where they're, like, kind of contending, kind of not. They're a huge ballpark. They want power. Um, and I think that he's, like, a reclamation project. And I think that he'll just, I don't know, he'll he'll just go there and it'll be fine. And they don't have a first baseman, really, so makes sense. Okay. Uh, so who'd you have first to know? Where'd you say first to know? Guardians. Okay. I think that's fair enough. Um who do you have? Okay, second base. Second baseman. So, Gene Segura. He's 33. Who do you have him going to? I'm going back to Philadelphia. Interesting. Okay, that's interesting. Why do you say Philadelphia, that? Philadelphia, short-term deal. They just went to the World Series. He's been there forever. Uh, not a whole lot of second baseman on the market. Uh, and he's been kind of their guy, you know, for how, what, it's been like seven years now. So... They could probably get him on the cheap. I think Philadelphia's going to make some other moves as well. And they could probably get him for something along the lines of like $11, $12 million a year, two or three years, uh, maybe a team option in there. And then that would probably be it for him, honestly, because he's already 33, turning 34. So I think he finishes it out in Philly. Okay. Not a bad guess. I have the White Sox. Uh, at two years, $26 million, um, their current second baseman is, on paper at least, is Leary Garcia. Um, Good choice. He's he's also like I think if they get, uh, I had I had um, Andrew Benintendi as their leadoff hitter. I think that Gene Segura just kind of like fills out sort of like the bottom half of that lineup. He's like a, a consistent hitter. Um, in a lineup that like you know strikes out a lot, and so I think he could be a good veteran. Who knows what that team is doing? Yeah, 
They're weird. I agree. Yeah. Um, all, all right. right. Uh, Adam Frazier. Adam Frazier. Where do you have him going? I'm going with the Cardinals. That's an interesting guess. Kind of for the same reason as Gene Segura, just the second baseman market is thin. They need a second baseman. Um, and yeah, there you go. Interesting. I really kind of mailed this one in. Um, and I know my, I'm actually like, okay, so I said the Mariners originally, but I'm weirdly going to take it back. And I have very little reason to back this up, but I'm going to say he goes to the Mets. I think that it's weird and it kind of doesn't make any sense, but it kind of does. It's actually a really good pick. Because, okay, so he, he can play second base. McNeil plays, I guess, a decent third. I mean, they've, the Mets have a number of players that can play multiple positions in the infield. Adam Frazier can also play the outfield. Um, the Mets are losing Nimmo, so they kind of get that lefty again. Um, and I think that he's going to probably be more depth, but he can play multiple positions. He can be versatile. Uh, he can kind of do what he did for the yeah. Padres. He so. had a bad year last year. Yes, I think that, and that's also another reason why you should sign him. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say <laughs> one year and like $8 million. All right. Who do you, who'd you say for Adam Frazier? Cardinals. Cardinals. And what was like the dollar amount? I'll go the same. One okay. year, $10 million. Okay. All right. Solid. Okay. Um, Josh Harrison, no, I'm kidding. Um, so now we go to shortstop. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Right, this is going to be tough. So here let's go, go reverse order. Um, right, yeah, let's do it. So, okay, let's start with Dansby Swanson. Where do you have him going? All right, I have a 1A, and then I have a 1, and then I have a sneak team. But, like, you know your 1 counts, though, yeah, like, for all these. I just, understand. Okay, I'm just checking the rules. All right, so I got Dansby Swanson going to the Cubs. Interesting. On a 6 or 7 Interesting. year deal. Um, we know that the Cubs are trying to do something. They've been rumored to be in the market for a shortstop. What's the AAV? Um... I don't have an AAV, but I'll give you one right now. Give me one On second. On the top of your head. What give me one second. I'll give you one right now. Bum, 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 bum. Let's go. I'll do uh, 28 years old. 28 million AAV. Interesting. Okay. Um, so 28 mil AAV, I would say, for six years. That's $168 million a year. 168 million total. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fair. Um, oh, he could make more than that. I feel like maybe he could probably get 30 million, but whatever. So I have him going to the Cubs. The Cubs are rumored to do something. They have a ton of money to spend. They have a lot of money to spend because um, they're on the bottom echelon of that uh, of that payroll. Um, and they've been rumored to be in on Xander Bogarts. They've been rumored to be in on Trey Turner. But Dansby Swanson is 28 years old. You can get him for slightly cheaper than the other three or four big shortstops, three big shortstops. Um, so I think he's a perfect fit. And he's rising up with a young team. And Interesting. And he comes, has a World Series ring. They can bring, they can prop that up a little bit. Or you're coming in, you're kind of like gearing these guys up. You're the elder statesman at 28 years old. Fire player, great player at shortstop for the Cubs. Six years, potentially make more money and to extend down the line in like two years or something like that. I, I, the more you talk about it, I like that a lot. Um, I like that a lot actually. Um, so here's the thing, right? With shortstop, we've had the, the twins, we have the Phillies, the Orioles, the Cubs, the Giants, um, the Padres, even. These are all teams that have been in on shortstops, and not all of them are going to get a, a, a good, great to great shortstop. 
I think the Padres, I know I've put them on the board a few times. And Interesting. They, so what about and, Tatis? Uh, Tatis, I think they're going to put him in the outfield or at first base. Oh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, and I think that the this is a good move in the now because – I think like Dancy Swanson could fit on like so many teams. It's like it's uh, like I almost put him on the Blue Jays because there's issues about uh uh their infield situation, like what yeah. guys can play short and what guys can't, but ultimately I think that San Diego is gonna put the money down. But I like I don't even know. And I had six years one sixty, but like I just right, so we're not far off. No, we're not. So it's just like I don't know. It's so hard with the shortstop. There's like again, it's like musical chairs. I could see him going to any one of these te- the any one of the teams I mentioned, but um, uh, if I had to give like a one B, I might say no. I can't even do that because like whatever team like misses out on their guys is just gonna go to the next guy. So it's like I don't know. But I got Padres six years one sixty. All right, Xander Bogarts, the top three now. I had I had real quick as a sneak team. I had for, for uh, Dansby. I had the Dodgers, but we'll see. Interesting, and I also will say that I don't see the Braves. Trying to get no, I don't think he's going to because the Braves have a lot. They have the second highest payroll. They do, and also yeah. like when they want to lock a player up, I think they'll do it. Yeah, and exactly. They, they yeah. It, so, um, all right. So Bogarts. now we're doing Xander. So what do yeah. you what are you saying for Bogarts? Okay, so I think that uh, this is so hard. I think that the Red Sox have completely burnt down the uh, the the the. I'm trying to come up with an analogy they have obliterated the trust in boston that's a valid point they uh really have not like and and xander has been there through it all mm-hmm. he saw mookie go he saw jbj go he saw ben and go and the promise was that they were all going to get locked up together um and they weren't and like they basically just tore it all to the ground like piece by piece Vasquez just left. There's nothing there. So I think Boston is not going to re-sign him. Um, I think that he's 30, has a not good arm. His arm is rated poorly. Um, Savant now measures this. If you go to Baseball Savant, look at arm. You can look You can look at it based on the position and uh, how they rank. And Bogarts is near the bottom. So I think that if you look at him long-term, you're looking at a team that's going to – kind of probably see him as like a first baseman or a second baseman down the line or maybe even a third uh, a first baseman or a second baseman or a third baseman. I think that he goes to the Twins because I think that the Twins are going to miss out on Correa. Like the Twins tried to get a meeting like Scott Boris was like uh let's like he wanted a meeting with the Twins and the Twins were like we want you Correa. We want we want to sign you and Boris was like, "Well, Let's have a meeting anyway. Like, it's just like, no, no, like, we want you. That's enough. But it's not enough. Boris is going to want the bag. And I think Correa is going to go somewhere else. And that team's going to outbid him, uh, outbid the Twins. Um, And it's known that the Twins are going to go out for another shortstop um, if they lose out on Correa, which they will. And I think they will. Um, I know that the Padres, again, like, if the Padres miss out on one of these guys, Xander Bogarts may be a good fit there. If If, like... The Giants miss out on one of these guys. He'll be a good fit there. But ultimately, um, I think the Twins have not a ton of money on the books. They just switched owners. Uh, so I think that it makes sense for the Twins. All right. Um, that's a that's a 
fire unexpected. And, and I'm guess. sorry, eight years two forty is my guess. Eight years two forty. What was that's the AAV on that? Um, the, the AAV. You know, I'm talking shit, but I'm actually using a calculator too. So two forty divided by eight is uh, thirty million. Okay, so that's a fire and unexpected guess, but also like scarily accurate. I did not know that about Correa and. I mean, I didn't know that about Boris and Minnesota. Um, so bad job on me. Um, I You're kind of scaring the shit out of me because you, I think you're 100% right about Boston, and I didn't think about that. Um, it's hard to follow the trend just because when they, when they traded Mookie Betts, it was like, oh, my God, the world is collapsing. And then it was like, yeah, I do wait, maybe it's not. We have Alex Verdugo and Jeter Downs, and now it's back to, oh, my God, the world yeah. is fucking collapsing. <laughs> like, oh, we got Trevor Story, blah, blah, blah. I think, I don't know why, but I have Sander Bogarts going back to Boston Red Sox. Interesting. For okay. $217 million over seven years, which would pay him $31 million a year. I think that... He means too much to the team. I think that the Red Sox have learned that this is a fan base that won't tolerate a team that completely tears it down. And the Red Sox have to decide what the fuck they're doing. And yeah, they have Rafael Devers, who's going to be off next year. But you know what? $31 million AAV. What did you say? Uh, 31 over how many years? 31 over seven. Okay. But you know what? Even if the Red Sox decide to tear it down, that's still an affordable enough contract that you could turn around and flip it. If the Red Sox chose to eat, eat some money. And then they could flip Devers. Who knows what they're going to be able to do with Trevor Story. You're kind of starting to scare the shit out of me. But I think there's two lanes. I think there's an obvious lane for the Red Sox to turn to tear it all down. I think there's another lane because they have a lot of money that they can spend to go out, spend big, and try to do something this year. And if it doesn't work, then tear it all down. Interesting. I mean, I will say they, they've, they have Story already at second. But... I think that is not enough of a deterrent to, to move him. So I th- I kind of I kind of agree actually. Right, but they had story at second last year with Bogarts. True, but yeah. Bogarts wasn't going to be 33-34 at the time or 32-33-34. But story's going to be there for, for That's a, a valid few more point. Years. And they moved story to second because his arm, arm is, is yeah. turning to shit. So Endeavors um, might be gone. Anyway, um Correa. So I guess, okay, yeah. Correa. Correa. Carlos Correa. Uh why don't you go first this time? All right. Um <laughs> all right. <laughs> Because I'm kind of going back and forth right now. On oh, I went I back and forth a down. million times. I went back and forth a so million times. So right now, I'm going between Minnesota and L.A. I'm choosing who I want to put right down right now. I'm going to go ahead. If the, if if Dansby Swanson goes to the Cubs and Xander Bogarts goes back to Boston or goes to, where did you say he was going to go? I said the Twins. Or goes to the Twins. Then the Dodgers are going to have to do something. The Dodgers have money to spend. So I'm going to have Carlos Correa go into the Dodgers at $360 million for 10 years. That's $36 million AAV. He's 28, turning 29 years old. Just lock him up, and then you got him. You got him for the next 10 years. Dodgers, I'm sure, would be more than happy to do that. I had the Minnesota, though, as a very, like, right there. Because yeah. I think that Correa, I don't know why, but there's something in the air about Correa that, for whatever reason, I think... And it happened last year, because if you remember, he signed really late with Minnesota. I think there's something that teams don't like about him. I'm not sure what exactly it is, because he's a great player. But I think he can run the risk of 
teams being super scared and then some random team like coming in like the Minnesota Twins being like hey here's 35.1 yeah. million dollars for two years like what do you want to do um but I haven't gone back to the Dodgers going to the Dodgers yeah or going um, to the Dodgers okay yeah that's fair um I I ooh okay so I like what you said about the Dodgers because it's true they are losing Trey Turner um I put him on the Giants. I knew it. I fucking I knew you because were gonna say that. I I have him going there for ten years, thirty two million, which could which might be a little bit low actually. Now that I'm thinking, well, about he made thirty five this year. Yeah, but it was like a it was like a it was pillow a deal, deal, and like he's missed some time. But like the thing about shortstops is like it it's kind of one of those positions where it it selects the few that can play it, and it kicks the 100%. most athletic players and i think the most athletic players unless you're super injury prone and that's sort of like you know a problem in and of itself like troy to lewitsky or or some of those guys but that's not because they're shortstops just because their bodies fail them um i think that correa is like i mean if i've heard that you know uh he's one of the most athletic i mean this is anecdotal but i mean you can see it he's like one of the most athletic healthy like sturdy strong players um there is like, and I think that he's, if you're going to lock a player up for a long time, it might as well be a healthy motherfucker. And I think that like, um, the giants are, I, I, this is also can to be consistent. I think that the giants are going to lose out on judge. They're going to want a player. They're going to want their player. They're going to, they're going to throw the bag at him. They like, they had a lot of success with a really good defensive shortstop in Crawford. Um, and I think that they really, uh, um, yeah, they're going to throw the bag at Correa. All right. Good uh, guess. All right. Solid guess. Trey Turner. All right. Um, you want to go first? I'll go first. Um, I have him going to the Phillies. Because I, I have nine years, 300 million. Again, maybe a little low. Uh, but I think that the Phillies, they again, also a team that has a lot of money to spend. They are reportedly like going in on a shortstop. Um, I just think it makes sense. And also, honestly, like, just a logical conclusion. Like, I kind of had more... Like, you can literally put Trey Turner on so many teams. You can have him going back to the Dodgers. You can have heard the Mets, like, which won't happen. But, like, you know, the... the I mean, you can conceivably put him anywhere. I almost said the Giants, but ultimately I think the Phillies just want a shortstop more. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I also... Have Trey Turner oh, let's go, go into the Phillies, let's baby. Go. Let's go. Let's go. Great mind. Now, um, where we differ is the amount of money that he gets. Yeah, I think you're because I think, that's I think he's gonna get, and this is probably overshooting. And this old this old separate who gets this one by the way. That's valid. The over or the under. So but. I think this might be overshooting it, but I think he's gonna get ten years, three hundred and eighty million dollars. Whoa, yeah. geez. I okay. think he might even beat Judge for the highest paid player. Why the Phillies? Who is the general manager of the Phillies? Yeah, he's Dave nuts. Dombrowski. Yeah. And this dude loves himself some big market players who are super famous and like who like are like right there on the top of the fucking free agent board. That's what he does. He goes out and he gets those types of players and he gives them ridiculous contracts. At the time, the Bryce Harper contract, which looks really affordable now, was deemed insane. Yeah, right. Was, you're right. Two hundred and ninety million. Ten years. The Yankees of all people wouldn't and, do it. And yeah. Trey Turner is honestly an exceptional player. He is so good. Um, so 
I think and, and if you put him in Philly with that small ballpark, like he, he can definitely knock on a bunch of home runs. So, right. um, cool. All right. Uh, All right. Third base. Um, third base. All right, we can breeze through third base. Yeah, Brandon Drury is like the number one option. Where'd you have him? I'm going the Mets. I don't have an AAV or years. Um, Fair. The Mets need a third baseman. I think they can they can get Drury not for like super cheap, but I think they can get him for a decent deal. He had a good year last year um, with the Reds. I believe, right? He was he was on the Reds and then, and then he, he went, went to, to the, the Padres. Padres. Um, and the Mets need a third baseman, so why not? Okay. Um, I have him going to the Yankees, actually. Oh, shit. Um, because I think, okay, so if you look at his splits, right, he did. Damn, that's a good guess. Because, look, the Yankees have a lot of moving I'm parts. coming home. They have a lot of moving parts. Well, you could say the same thing about the Mets, too. He was yeah, on the Mets. So, um, he was on a lot of fucking teams. Um, uh, he's 30. Uh, I put him, like, two years, 20 million. That might be a little bit. I don't know. I feel like undercutting him a little bit. Maybe it is, but he's, he's had one like good year. I don't know. I, he's had one good year. I know, I but know. what have you done for me lately? True, but I think that's why the two years kind of compensates. But um, yeah. he's thirty also, so it's like you know how many years do you really want to commit to him? Um, but he's thirty. He had a, he did super well in. Uh, if he's ten million, the Yankees will go. I think they will. They're trying to trade IKF. They, I, who knows what you're going to get out of the bringer of mid? Like they're gonna. They're, he's um, not going to be on the, the roster. Opening. I, I mean, who knows? And he's he can play roster. every position. I think DJ. If you look, uh, DJ is his throwing arm speed has decreased uh, or decreased last year, like year over year. That's not like a set in stone that that it'll happen again the next year, but. DJ is getting up there in age, so that sort of makes sense. Um, I think that again, the Yankees have Peraza, Cabrera. Um, he, you know, Drury plays a little outfield. It just makes sense. So, um, all right, uh, Justin Turner. All right, super weird choice here. Not a ton of logic behind it. Justin Turner is thirty-eight years old. How much does he really have left in the tank? Let's be real. True. I see what type of value can he bring. What what team would he provide the most value for? And I think, like some of those semi-veteran starting pitchers that are trying to find their way, Justin Turner can provide a lot of value to a young team um, hmm. just because he's a veteran. It's a good, it's a good um, point. So I th- he's a veteran. He can uh, you know he's Justin Turner. I see him oddly going to the Chicago Cubs. Huh. Okay. That's... Interesting choice. That is an interesting choice. I stand um, by it. Okay. So I actually am making this up on the spot because I forgot to <laughs> pick him. Um, I am buying time. No, I'm um, – oh, okay. So originally, <laughs> I, originally I was thinking like the Tigers, but they like DFA'd Heimer Candelario, uh, and that made no sense. So I'm like, why would you go backwards? Um, I am going to say the Red Sox. And I just think that he's like the kind of guy that can bridge the gap. What about Devers? Well, De- he I don't know. Dever he can play second base. He can play first base. I think they'll DH him. They'll they'll find t- they'll find a place for him, and they can flip him at the deadline if it's not working. Um, I, I think I'm wrong, but like, <laughs> I, I mean, Justin Turner. It's hard. To, it's hard to fucking predict. And also, like, I I might have said the Angels, but like, I don't know. I'm gonna say he makes like Angels one year, a, one year, and like eleven. I like I the Angels know. as a guess, actually. Okay. Really quickly, before we move on, I, I'm just going to throw this out there. We don't have to expand on it at all. I yeah. forgot to mention that for Xander Bar- Bogarts, my super dark... I can't believe I forgot to mention it. My super dark horse of the entire, entire 
free agency draft oh, interesting. right here okay. is I think that for whatever reason, I don't know why, I think the Arizona Diamondbacks oh, might come out of fucking nowhere and throw Xander Bogarts an ungodly amount of money for a interesting. Years, and I wouldn't be surprised if he took it. Okay. Fair. No yeah. inside intel, just a gut feel. Okay, fair enough. So All put right. that down as a maybe for you, boy. Actually, I, I, got, it, I got it written down. I will I also it say, down. like, there are players that are similar to Justin Turner. Like, there's, like, Donovan Solano. There's Brian Anderson. There's no shortage of players that, like, can play, like, a backup, like, quad, you know, starter, third base. So it's like, I, I almost don't even care. Um, okay, this is the, okay. So I don't know which position you had the most trouble with. But catcher for me was the absolute toughest pr- position to, to, to grade. Um, but I want to hear your your take first on on let's go backwards. But Gary should we, Sanchez. Should we go backwards and should we just do this is where I think Gary Christian and Wilson's going or should we spend or should we just do we'll, we'll, just, we'll do we'll, do, we'll we do, do Gary Christian and then Wilson. Okay. I have Gary going back to Minnesota. Interesting. Okay. Because Minnesota needs a catcher. They traded Ben Rovert to the Yankees. Who knows what that's going to turn out to be. They don't have anybody else to catch, really. Um, they they do, actually. Who's their catcher right now? I forget. As I said that, I realized, I remember that they have They somebody. have? Okay. So they're, this is also kind of why I had a lot of trouble. It's I think it's Ryan, Ryan Jeffers. Jeffers. So he had a year, I think it was 2021, where he had like 14 home runs. He had like a decent one run. Right, but then they went across. out and got Sanchez the next year. Yeah, because I think that Jeffers was young and he was like inexperienced and they didn't know what he was going to be. And I think also Jeffers was injured. Uh, Ryan Jeffers was injured. So, what are the twins really trying to do? They're trying to win right now. They are trying to win right now. I would imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think that, no, I do think that they're probably going to hedge Ryan Jeffers. But I mean, if you look at Ryan Jeffers relative to other catchers, like he's whatever, like he's. Fine, I guess. Like, All right. Well, here's the here's the main issue for Gary Sanchez. He was abysmal last year. He had a 282 on base percentage. He had <laughs> he slugged 377 with an 89 weighted runs created plus. Struck out 30 percent of the time. He was horrible. He was horrible. Yeah, he was pretty bad. He was pretty bad. Oh my god, Gary! I feel so bad, but I I I almost feel like I, I almost am questioning why we even had him on the list. I feel like neither of us knew how bad he was last wow. year. All right. <laughs> like, um, not nice. Um, so so I completely take that back. I don't know where Gary's going to go. Okay. What do you have? Um, let me go back. So I have Minnesota. You can put Minnesota down Minnesota for me, but for I, me. I don't feel confident at all. I should have looked at his numbers okay. before I did that. Fair. Fair. So, okay. Um, I had... Originally, I had the Marlins because I just kind of feel like they need... I don't know. I just feel like the Marlins are going to... It just felt right, but... Racist fuck. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I couldn't help it. All right, I'll delete it. Um, I had him going to the Angels. I think he's going to... I thought he just said the Marlins. No, no, no. I was going to say the Marlins. Oh, I'm okay. saying I'm saying that Um, I am going to do... Uh, and I'm editing in real time the dollar amount, but... Um, I originally had one year 16 million. I'm going to do one year 11 million. I think that, okay, so here's the thing about the Angels. You're paying right? for him for whatever dwindling potential there is. So I think that Gary Sanchez is not a great catcher, but he can catch. And the Angels are 
last year Max Stassi was their like basically their number one catcher. Max Stassi was like I think like forty first or something in terms of catchers. Uh, when looking at weighted runs created plus, mm-hmm. um, he's a good defender, but the Angels are trying to win. Um, they lost Jared Walsh to injury, who was their first baseman. So Gary Sanchez kind of gives you that like cheap uh, first base power and can catch uh, with Stassi. Um, and I also just don't think they're going to be in on any of the other free agents because they have money, but they also have a lot of money on the books. Right. Yeah, so they're the fourth highest favorite. They can't really compete for the top dogs. So, uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, Christian Vasquez, he's 31. Uh, he was signed with the Red Sox, traded to Houston in the off in the uh, in the uh, trade deadline. Christian Vasquez, uh, what do you think? Where do you think he's going? So for Christian Vasquez, I have three teams written down. I'll tell you who they are, and then I'll tell you who I'm going to go with. Okay. The three teams are Texas, Baltimore, and Chicago Cubs. Who's your number one there? Interesting. I want to go with Baltimore, but I'm going to go with the Cubs. Okay. The Cubs are going to probably lose. Well, they are going to lose Wilson Contreras. Um, What's the AAV? Or, or years and He'll probably get two years, $24 million. That's so funny. I have the same uh, dollar amount. Oh, there you go. Um, and like I said, they're going to lose Christian. They're losing um, Wilson Contreras. Veteran leadership on a young team can work with some of their pitching. Some of their young pitchers, um, which is the benefit of having him in Baltimore as well. I was going to go with Texas, but then I was like, what? Texas also has Jonah Heim. Yeah, exactly. They have Heim. Um, So, because I was looking at him originally as a backup option, but it would be better if he was on Baltimore. Because when he was with Houston, he was not the main option. I mean, when they traded him. He was with... uh, He was like Maldonado. And and even with um, Boston, he was never the everyday guy. He was, he was. Not the everyday. He was always switching off with somebody else. Oh, you mean like platooning kind of situation? Okay, fair. So... That's kind of always been his M.O., but I can see him being an everyday catcher with a younger team. So I'm going to go with the Cubs. Okay. So I had a ton of back and forth on this. I think that he is uh, – and I'll really go deeper into my catcher analysis with Contreras. But I had Cardinals two years, $24 million. Ooh, Good pick. So, good pick. So the Cardinals value defense. Good pick. A lot. The Cardinals value defense – um, they will not just go for an offense first catcher. They they very rarely do that. I mean, well, they actually know because Yachty's been the main option, but right. but they also lost a veteran in the clubhouse, and I've heard that Vasquez is really good at that. Like that's his mo. Like he's a cl- like what they call a clubhouse guy. So, um, I think replacing Yachty, this is like the perfect like way to go. I think that, like, there's a lot of rumors that the Cardinals will trade for, like, a Sean Murphy, which I think makes a ton of sense. But um, I think that they will also be outbid by the Indians for Sean Murphy because the Indians have a deeper system. So that's my logic. That's a good pick. All right. Um, This was the hardest one for me. Really? It wasn't for me. Oh, man. It was – dude, I picked picked so many teams and then, like, was like, that makes so much sense, locking in. And then, like, an hour later, I'm like, no, that makes no fucking sense. Wilson Contreras, um, what did you, where did you put, where did you I'm put going him? to Houston. I'm going to Houston strictly based on the reports that came out yesterday and today that they were extremely interested in him, that he was interested in going there, and the fact that the Astros just signed Abreu 
kind of looks like they're going in that direction. What, what's the years in AAV, just out of curiosity? Or if you if you if you want to just make it up on the spot, that's fine. Um, catcher, uh, I'll do five years, nineteen million. Oh, wow, okay, nineteen per year. Wow, that's okay. That's interesting. God, that's that's. Funny. Well, he's thirty years old. He's one of the better catchers in baseball. I think that his value right now is jacked because he is by far the best catcher on the market. Um, so I think that he just he got lucky at the right time. He's in he's his value right now for whatever reason is being pumped up, and I think that somebody will give him the will pay a little bit extra for a turning a thir- turning thirty one year old catcher. Yeah. Um, Who's he's a great player, you know what I mean? Not he's a really good player. So I see him going to Houston. Um, right now. All right. All right. Let's hear. It. Okay. So when I was looking at the number one catcher overall, I was like, I was like, how do I even think about who needs him? And I'm like, I, I looked at all the teams that I thought could use a catcher. Then I'm like, wait, are they in contention? Uh, and do they have the money? So I made kind of like a pool of like these two groups of like, you have, you know, in contention, needs a catcher, has money. In contention, needs a catcher, has no money and has prospects. And in the pool of needs catcher, in contention, has money, I, I had the Padres, I had the Angels, I had the White Sox, I had the Astros, I have the Angels, I have the Twins, the Rockies are not in contention, but they always think they are, so, like, they might as well be in that pool. And I just, like, couldn't, I just, like, couldn't conceivably knock out any of these teams. Eventually, I knocked out the Padres because their number one catcher, uh, number one prospect is a, is a catcher. And the same with the Angels, who are also have a ton of money on the books. Um... I really came down to the Padres, but I think that they're going to go elsewhere. I mean, excuse me, I, they have their, their number one prospect. Um, the Twins really need a catcher, and they're in contention. The Rockies and White Sox, but the White Sox just, I'm like, they they burned themselves with uh, Yasmani Grandal, who, like, sucks now. Right. And, like, you know, ultimately, I also had him going to Houston because— Oh, let's go, baby. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this is what, what gives me pause. And this is why I'm not 100% sure I'm right. Because in the middle of the year, there was a deal that James Click put the kibosh on. The Astros were like, we're getting, they, the, there was a deal in place. And a lot of teams had a lot of questions about Wilson Contreras' pitch framing and his game calling. He's like not known as a game caller. Um, well, I and th- no, but no, but the Astros were like, we don't. They went with uh, Vasquez because right, but they just fired the GM. They fired everybody in their front office. Sure, but I think they trust their decision making. Like, I don't think that that was like necessarily. I mean, they obviously can't if they fired them, but like, I think that they. Um, Look, with Wilson Contreras, you're getting an offensive first catcher. But he had 132 weighted runs created plus last year, a 350 on base. No, he's percentage. an amazing catcher. 470 slugging. I, I mean, will say, if you look at though, I was looking at his because I have him on my fantasy team, and I was thinking of trading him before the deadline, and I was like, why is my team not as good? He's he's argue like he is a first half player to the max. Like he always does super well in the first half. However, I will say they have Maldonado. Who and it's like the yin to the yang. Like you have your offensive first catcher and your defensive first catcher. 
You put him in, you you know, you play him like 110 games a year. You get the most out of him. Um, you put him in a pitcher's park. And I think that if you use the offseason to work with him, you can maybe work with him to make him have a better, you know, those soft, those, those, uh, those less tangible, or no, I don't know, less tangible is the word, but those skills like game calling and like gamesmanship. Um, so ultimately I did say the Astros. Um, so I guess the over oh, under nice. uh, three years and 60. So I think, I think that he's going to get a lot. Yeah. I think he's going to get less than people think. And I think that um, he might go back to the Cubs, but even the Cubs, like, I just don't, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't know. Like, if the Cubs are going to spend money on a catcher, like, now. I don't think he's going back to the Cubs. The White Sox also made sense, but it's like, did they learn their lesson with Grundahl, or is it like that's their M.O., and oh, they'll just yeah, do it again? No, I think that's their M.O. So maybe the Cubs, maybe the White Sox, but that'd be my dark horse. But so I'm, I'm saying Houston, three years, 60. You said Houston, five years, 95. I was a Which little... Which is pretty much the exact same ADB. It's a million dollars off. I guess it's just like who the over-under is the years, really. Yeah. But all right, so there you go. And then I guess... Uh, you uh, want to do any relievers? Where do you think Chapman's gone? Um, or Chapman? Man, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> um, I would... Man, I would say maybe like... This is a complete... I mean, this is really a guess, but I would say the Angels. I think he's going to Boston. Really? I read an article about a month ago that Boston was interested in him. Um, I don't I have no idea what Boston is trying to do. Can't really... If you were to go through my picks, you have Boston making some weird moves, <laughs> trying to like quasi-go for it. That's funny. Um, and I think he's not going to get any more than a one- or two-year deal. Um... Because, you know, Chapman is a guy who, who used to throw 100 miles per hour when nobody threw 100 miles per hour the second everybody started throwing He threw 105 when no one threw 100. And, and, and like, yeah. when the second everybody started throwing 100, he just folded up. So Yeah. Um, um, Seth Lugo, I think, is super interesting. I'm going um, to D. I'll tell you right now. I have a 1A and 1B. My okay. 1A is the Cardinals. My 1B is the Giants. Interesting. I am making this up on the spot, but I have him going to the Dodgers. And um, choice. Wait, you said who was your one A? The Cardinals. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think Seth Lugo's got one of the best curveballs in the game. He had to relearn how to throw it after the. Uh, or this is my speculation, but he had to relearn how to throw it after the spider tack situation. He had one of the best like curveball spin rates, and then all of a sudden didn't, and then his numbers plummeted and he struggled and then he re, re got it and his curveball is really great again and he wants to be a starter i think that the dodgers will not let him do that but they'll let him sort of do like the quasi starter thing but there's again i could see him going to the rays i could see him going to a million Thanks. team so um but i think that does it i think we're done man we, we powered through it damn all right that was pretty good um, wait oh yeah all right um Wait, no, but we're going to do an, uh, an, an outro, no? Like, we like, didn't stop it. Out, still recording. Oh, shit. Yeah, all right. come on now. Um, yeah, all right. Well, anyway, that will do it. That, those are our predictions. We have them written down. Uh, we're going to make do we them wanna, public. Do we want to breeze through them real quickly? No. no. Right, yeah, <laughs> uh, I know, I'm dead too. I mean, there's some of the fringe. We've been sitting here recording for like two there, hours. I know. There's some of the fringy ones. No, like, forget that. Yeah, no. Like, where is Adam Duvall going? Yeah. Like, oh, no. But um, I don't know. The, I this is gonna be super interesting. Um, I think the Yankees are probably gonna make a trade. Uh, 
but we can talk about that on another episode. But yeah, that'll do it. Um, I'm Nick Wilson with Alessandro De Janeiro, Loaded Bases Podcast. Um, let us know what you think of our picks. Uh, we're on Twitter, Loaded Bases Podcast, Instagram, Loaded Bases Podcast. Um, B-A-S-I-S. Yeah, Loaded Bases. It's a pun, okay? This is some high-class shit right here. But uh, yeah, that'll do it. I'm Nick Wilson again, Alessandro De Janeiro. Thanks for listening. I'll uh, see you next time.